the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Business talk for the corner office CEO and the blue collar worker. This is the Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi says a group of 20 has agreed to make the African Union a permanent member. Many of the clubs set up in the post war era were very Western in their focus, froze out vast swathes of the world that are becoming increasingly economically and politically significant. And what we've seen with the rise of the BRICS countries, Brazil and Russia and India and China and South Africa, and now the G20 and the addition of the African Union, it is a beginning of or a continuation of a remolding of these blocks or collections, these loose agglomerations of countries, uh, as the world constantly changes before our eyes. That is the BBC's Chris Mason reporting. President Biden and his allies are expected to outline plans at the G20 summit for a rail and shipping corridor connecting India with the Middle East and eventually Europe. This is SRN News. When should you start collecting your Social Security? How you answer this question will be the difference in the success or failure of your retirement. Tune in to Money Matters with Alan Mike this week. They'll be sharing Social Security tips from the basics of the program to strategies to maximize your payments. Alan Mike will help you sort out this important but often misunderstood part of your retirement income plan. Listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on the Biz 1440, or call them at 855 231 6010. Jim and I knew of Robbinsdale Women's Center, but didn't really know them until we toured. We were astonished by the amazing facilities and the genuine love and care the staff showed each woman that walked through the doors. That tour began our partnership with Robbinsdale Women's Center. Cindy and I have witnessed RWC's fiscal stewardship of our financial gifts. Being on the board has allowed me to see the careful discernment and prayerful thought that goes into every decision at Robbinsdale Women's Center. RWC receives no government funding and is debt-free. RWC owns all their assets and is 100% donor-supported. We're amazed at the number of abortion-minded women they serve. Weekly, five women, initially at risk of aborting their pregnancies, instead choose life. Join Cindy and I in supporting Robbinsdale Women's Center. Your gift will bring hope and life. Go to rwcinfo.org and help more mothers choose life. Let's make a difference. rwcinfo.org. Hi, John Wichko, owner of Advantage Autoglass, your local autoglass specialist. At Advantage Autoglass, we have some crazy ideas. Ideas like a lifetime warranty on all windshield replacements, like a person answering when you call, not a robot, and that you don't need the insurance hassle. We'll handle all the paperwork for you. Crazy, right? Visit ReplaceMyWindshield.com and we'll come to you at home or work anywhere in the metro. ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show. How about a fresca? Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. He's a strange doctor. Strange doctor. We finally made it to campus. Welcome, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. I don't know, I kind of spaced out for a minute. I was like, should I let the music finish? Because it sounds so nice. Um, anyway, good morning and welcome to you. Uh, it is, uh, it feels like the first the first Saturday of fall. I have, a, I have a sweatshirt on for the moment. I'll probably get to 75, but it's currently, it's currently only 58 degrees up here in uh, the mighty, mighty cloud. Um, this is going to be a different show today. We're in that little little period between the 
jobs report, which came on the first of the month, which is which is possible, but it's unusual. And so you end up with a gap. Normally, I want to do in my head. I'm doing for this program. I do the jobs report. Kind of drives the first set Saturday of the month. Then the inflation report, the CPI, drives the second week of the month. The third week of the month is whatever the heck. And then the fourth week of the month, you get a couple extra reports that you kind of cover and you start setting up perhaps to do GDP if it's if it's the uh, start of a new quarter or something like that. But uh, basically, my calendar for this show kind of runs on the economics calendar of data releases uh, for for the United States. And I do pay attention to other countries that we've paid a lot of attention on this show to China. We spend some time talking about Europe, although I probably spent more time on China than Europe. Won't be true today. I've got, I've got, we, need, we need a little chat about Europe today. But we also need to chat about uh, what's happening with, pri- with, with uh, gas prices with, with, and with prices more generally. Um, just uh, notice of coming attractions next week will be a best of as uh, my annual uh, end of summer golf trip uh, is coming up in a few days can't wait for that um and i but i wanted to pause first for a minute to talk about something that i stopped i i scared poor spencer because i didn't show up on the microphone for until like i was almost 20 minutes late to the microphone today and the reason for that is uh up here in up here in saint cloud uh there is a there is a festival of local roasted coffee so some years ago, we started to see these um, these beer festivals, and you'd go in, and there'd be dozens of mostly young men, right? I think that's fair, don't you? Not, not always young men, but, but frequently they were young men who decided to break into creating their own business by brewing their own coffee. I mean, excuse me, their own beer, Right. There's been a there's been an offshoot of that to do ciders. Now now I I, I cannot wait for the uh, THC Seltzer Festival, which is no doubt coming. Um, that's meant to be sarcastic. Thank you. Uh, and then, but I will tell you, um, Saint Cloud. When I first moved here, and I would argue for the first oh, maybe twenty years I lived up here, I moved here in the mid eighties. Getting a good cup of coffee just meant finding the right person to operate the machine at Perkins. Uh, there just wasn't much in the way of good coffee here. Uh, eventually, eventually you get the big chains, and there was one local place called Local Blend out in St. Joseph that made good coffees. But over time, there's been a n- numerous new coffee shops built in the area. Again, largely opened by people... Um, Gen X and even even now increasingly millennials are getting into starting their own coffee businesses. Uh, one such person is the children of good friends of mine. The husband and wife both work here on the St. Cloud State campus, have for many years. They're church friends of mine. Um, I, 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 and, and they have they have uh, twins, um, uh, fraternal twins. Uh, the, the 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 I'll still call her a girl even though she's in her mid twenties. It's not uh, so. Forgive me. I think of her still as you know. I remember her when she was eight, right? So it's it's hard. But this woman is is someone that went through our program, and is becoming a public policy analyst. She works she works in the greater uh, D.C. area. Uh, successful. The son took an entirely different path. And is operating a coffee business here in town. He sets up a festival with about 20 different brewers. And I stopped. And to support him, I bought a ticket. Even though I knew I was going to have to come here to do the show, I love good coffee. Um, I loved. I learned to love good coffee when I was on a project. Um, this would have been 2000. I was on a project working in Indonesia, and I and and I got hooked on co- on local specialty brewed coffees when I was in Indonesia one summer working on a USAID project in Jakarta, and so my favorite coffees are from Asia, and 
And so I have, uh, over time, developed this taste and, and done that. I wanted to go see that. I talked to three different new brewers, all of them in in business in the last two months. Two, uh, two young men who were working in a, in a car shop decided to come out and do this thing instead. Another young man who had uh, studied had studied uh, overseas, then come to live in Duluth, and now he's got his own. He's 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 a new startup as well. In fact, I'm holding the last of a cup of Papua New Guinea coffee that he brewed just before just before I came over here to start the show. And I will tell you, excuse me a second, it's terrific. And then, and and you might wonder, well, why is he going on about about coffee? Here's Here's my point. We are at a point in time where the desire to create your own business, to step away from traditional go nine to five jobs, traveling all the time, this is all part of a of a of what do I call it, a theme, a leitmotif. Uh, I'm not sure, you know, if I was Mitch Berg, I'd probably call it that. Um, but I, you know. There's something there's something going on in the ecosystem of our economy where a lot of people are choosing to break away from the traditional ways of doing things and going into business for themselves. I got to tell you, I kind of find it exciting. I like talking to 20-somethings, 30-somethings who are who are all of a sudden stepping into something new, be it be it coffee or beer or wine. Be it, uh, I was, I, I mean, I've, I met someone who's actually created an organic farm outside of town here. Um, and she might be 20, she might, she looks like she's 18. Uh, I'm pretty sure she's in her mid twenties at, at, at least, but, but looks extremely young. And, and all of these folks try, you know, doing that. And I'm saying to myself, we we sort of think to ourselves that young people these days are not necessarily working very hard. Well, they are, <laughs> but they're working on things that seem to me to be be differently motivated, and it strikes me as being just a, a part of this different generation. Uh, we have seen in the United States a significant increase in the rate of new business formation since the pandemic. I thought it was like one of those temporary things where, well, I can't go to the job I used to have because of COVID, so I'm going to create my own business on the side, and then in a year or two, I will go back to doing what I did before. We'd seen that. In 2008, 2009, there was this big uptick in new business formation, and then a crash in 2011, 2012, 2013, as people just went back to the traditional work roles that they had had before. Maybe that happens again. I spent years thinking to myself, well, the brewing, the, the, the beer brewing business, a lot of places are going to collapse. And there's been some consolidation. There have been some places that have gone out of business. But you can find, for every place that has closed, you can see another place that is open. And you can see the spread now. So that I'm now seeing instead of people opening for beer, they're opening distilleries instead. As I, and and I wasn't joking about THC seltzer. I believe that's going to be there's going to be a, a, a festival for that for that because people are trying to find different brews, people wanting their own specialized experience. In this world where you're able to narrow cast your news, narrow cast your music, everyone's listening to that artist that nobody else has heard of because they can get it for free on the internet. I think they're also doing this. And I find myself wondering, in fact, how is how do I describe that as an economist? How do I describe that world where where uh, I'll use a term that Arnold Kling, who uh, writes a fantastic substack, uh, was a was it was affiliated with George Mason University in the Mercatus Center for many years. He still does some writing for them what he calls patterns of sustainable specialization and trade. What happens when those don't require large networks 
and large degrees of vertical integration. What happens when they can happen where I can just walk up and this young man that I was talking to who this cup of coffee came from drove down here from Duluth and told me he is he's another New Englander like me. It was why we got along and I visited with him for 10 to 15 minutes. Um, and it's why I was late to the late to the microphone. It's like, you know, he's he's just bypassing all that. They're going straight to their consumers. Don't you think that's also what's happening in terms of politics today? We're not getting the filter through the super PAC and all that. It's all ten and twenty dollar donations and intense connection. There's something broader happening here. And as I was drinking my coffee, and you might say, King, you're just all hopped up on caffeine today. Might be. I was gonna say it's not like it it's that's just like any other day. But there's something different happening. And I just I find it really interesting that these folks these folks and I'll tell you, I was by far except for one other person who was also like me, just walking around drinking coffee in the morning. All of the vendors, there was nobody within 15 years of my age. And I'm not that old. But all of them were in their 20s and 30s and maybe a couple in their 40s, but not many. Something different's happening. Well, we got lots to talk about today. We got to talk about gas prices. Did you notice? Did you notice what happened at your gas station yesterday? We'll talk about that right after these messages. You're ta- listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. From Lakeville to Lake Superior and Champlin to Chile, we're where you are. The Biz 1440, Twin Cities Business Radio. Listen in anytime, anywhere at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural Natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. C.S. Lewis once said, Education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. More than 80 million Americans count on AM radio stations like this one for news, weather updates, and the opportunity to discuss and debate important issues facing our country. But some people want to remove AM radio from new cars being manufactured, and we cannot let that happen. The Senate Commerce Committee has approved the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act, Senate Bill 1669, and moved it on for a vote in the full Senate. It also faces action in the U.S. House. Your U.S. Senate and your representative in Congress are in your home state during the annual congressional recess this August. When you see your senator or congressman visiting your community, please tell them you want their support to keep AM radio strong, vibrant, and available to you in your car. This is your chance to stand up and be heard. And you can text AM to 52886. Just text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support AM radio. Text AM to 52886. You wouldn't run your washer for just a pair of socks, but your old water softener is doing just that when it regenerates. A smarter wet technology water softener from Commerce Water will save you salt and energy. Get $400 for your old salt hog from Commerce Water. Go to Commerce.com.
Welcome back, King Banging Show. The Biz 1440. Thank you so much for listening today. Um, it's just a nice day here. Uh, we'll get out, we'll get outside later. I'm going to go back to the coffee thing, and, and you know, after the show, I won't talk about coffee anymore today. That was, but that was delicious. But I'm going to talk about gas, right? Because I was look, I popped this open. In fact, uh, Spencer and I were talking before the show. He says, I'm, t- I'm going home. I take a left, and I go, thought I'd put some gas in the car. And and he goes, whoa, what happened here? It's 409 for my gas. Or, did you experience this as well? I was on a radio program on, um, I was on a radio program here in, the, in uh, St. Cloud on Wednesday. And I had said that we looked at the prices, and the prices at the time were running about 340 350 and indeed, you could still. I just popped open Gas Buddy this morning, and I looked and, and I could look and see that uh, the the station closest to the highway down uh, uh, on the Saint Augusta exit, as you come up by ninety four, is still three forty nine. And yet, the uh, the the speedway I drive by on Division, right close close to my home, is four oh nine. The um, the the station that's near, you know. Yet a mile away, the one that's right next to my house is three thirty nine. Uh, that was op- that was there yesterday. So how can we have prices so different, right? And what the heck is happening? Well, we know the macro story, right? The macro story is that the Saudi Arabian government has said. We've been making some voluntary price cuts. So let me go backward. Back in spring, OPEC looking out at what we thought was going to be a slowing world economy in the second half of 2023 (coughs) said, we're going to cut back on gas. We're going to cut back on gas production, oil production um, for the next three, four months. And then we'll we'll decide on a month to month basis what we want to do going forward. Saudi Arabia has has more recently said that it wants to reduce production even more. And so it's voluntarily choosing to keep an extra million barrels per day off the market. Right? Now you might go, well, how's that fit in terms of world demand? So world demand is you know, I in my head the rough number I have in my head is about 90 million barrels per day gets consumed around the world. And so so a million here, a million there is taking 1%, a little more than 1% off the market. If you want to know what that would do to prices, you need to have in your head another number that you would call, quote-unquote, elasticity of demand. Okay, that's an economist term, which just tries to tell you What's the change in prices that results from a change in the quantity? Or what happens to the quantity demanded of a good when I change the price? Um, we're about in, we just finished week three of teaching here at St. Cloud State. So it's about this time in the Principles of Microeconomics course that I might crack open elasticity for the first time and, and teach my students about that. So we're about there. What's the in the short run? The elasticity is probably something on the order of three or four percent. So one percent reduction in 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 a one percent reduction in the production of oil by Saudi Arabia on the world stage should probably raise oil prices by three percent, four percent. So maybe rather than ninety dollars it gets out to ninety three dollars it should have added about three dollars to the price by itself but that's but that's not all that's happening so let me play a few cuts for you on uh, on i believe and i have to go check to make sure i remember i want to want to cite this correctly um i want to cite this correctly yes this was on uh this was on c and yesterday um daniel yergin who is the uh, chief oil analyst for standard and poors 
author of many good books. If you find any of Dan Yergen's Dan Yergen's books on oil, they're terrific. I highly recommend them if that happens to be something that you're interested in. He was on CNBC yesterday in describing what's happening. Let's play this first. This is cut 11. Well, I think, you know, if you went back to last spring, everybody thought oil prices could be around $90 a barrel. But it was because China would have this great rebound. You haven't seen that rebound. And instead, what you've gotten is production cuts by producers led by Saudi Arabia. And that's what's bolstered the, the price. And I think the Saudis like delivering surprises to the market uh, and uh, catching out uh, financial investors. So this is, this is uh, I think, what, was, what, the, what the Saudis are responding to. There, 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 are, tr- there are attempts to tr- – because oil is such a um, – forgive the term. When I, if I say it's a liquid market, I'm not trying to make a pun. I'm just saying it's a market in which there are all kinds of contracts in which you can trade. Futures contracts, uh, forward contracts, derivatives, all of that, all of that triggered by what the price of oil is because it's such a robust, maybe that's the better word, robust market. So lots of folks were looking at China saying, hey, China's collapsing. We thought the demand for oil was going to come out of China. Maybe that's not going to happen. So there was, there's been pressure on the price of oil despite the OPEC cuts. And that's what had inspired the, the Saudis a couple months ago to say, well, for the next few months, we're going to reduce our production of oil by about a million barrels per day. That's about, in, in Saudi world, that's about, they're about 10 million per day of production. So they're about, t- they're a little more than 10% of the market. Um, and so they're, they're willing to cut their production by 10%. To try to hold the price up. This, of course, helps countries like Russia, who are facing sanctions, have oil to sell, and and pushing the price up helps them as well. It's not it's not great. And so there's some discussion about whether or not this is actually trying to undermine um, Western democracies, and in particularly the United States and the administration of Joe Biden. Uh, President Biden is not a fan of Saudi Arabia, and Saudi Arabia is bluntly not a fan of his. Uh, so, so there could be something like that going on as well. Dan Yergin talks more. This was again yesterday on CNBC. Cut twelve. No, it's a it's a very mixed picture. On the one hand, the administration, as you're noting, uh, is wants higher production when prices go up. At the same time, they have their strong environmental positions and, cl- and closing uh, off areas. So, and I think that you know we're only 14 months away from the presidential election, and so high gasoline prices—we'll see that with these higher prices—will certainly be an issue, and we'll hear a lot of squawking from the administration. I think. Yeah, they're going to hear squawking. They'll be blame. They'll blame big oil for having obscene profits. No question. There's no question that will happen. There's also the problem, you know, well, why are you cutting back on production? Well, you're not letting us drill these new, these were leases that were actually let out by the, by the Trump administration in 2020, which the, which the Biden administration has now reversed. Although they've allowed some, there was a, there was an outcry from, from the, from the environmentalists because the leases that the Trump administration had issued for the Willow Oil Reserve in in uh, in the Alaskan Shelf, um, in in the North Shelf in Alaska, had in fact gone forward. the The administration gave approval for that for that level of drilling, but then pulled back all these others. So they're caught in this trap. In this trap, and by the way, I want to call out to you. This one particular problem that happened, you'll remember a year, maybe more than a little more than a year ago, when the Biden administration chose to pump oil out of the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to try to keep prices down. The, the oil reserves the United States has right now are as low as they've been in a, 
something. I'm going to say 50 years. It might be. It might be sometime in the late 70s that they were they were lower than this. I could be off. I could be off something, but I'm pretty sure I'm off less than 10 years on that. So I'm going to say about 50 years uh, since the oil reserves since the SPR has been this low. The administration had promised it would try to refill that oil, refill the reserve by buying oil. If you go back about six months ago, the price of a barrel of oil was about $70. And the administration had put out a call, put out a, uh, a request for proposals to, for oil companies to promise to give them oil to put back into the SPR. But turned them down because the prices they were getting back were at $72, $73 a barrel. And, and they said, no, 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 we're not going to pay that much. Well, let's face it. The administration, in fact, ended up basically shorting the market, thinking the price would go down. So one of the folks that Saudi Arabia's cuts have, in fact, hurt has been the U.S. government. Because the administration is still is now being told, yeah, you wouldn't pay 72 73 Well, you know what now? If you want to put, put oil back in the SPR, now it's 90 Okay, how do you like them apples? Well, we'll find out a little bit more about that after these messages. Hey, is your gas 409? Because if you go back to my elasticity story, a million dollar cut, a million barrel cut should not have caused prices to go up by that much. Okay, we'll talk about that after these messages. King Bang, show the biz, 1440. I got the feeling something right. I'm so scared days of beauty 21 days with daily beauty steals of up to 50 percent off 21 days of slay 21 days of yay 21 days of are you kidding me right now beauty's biggest event is on now till september 16th at ulta beauty discover irresistible deals on must-have brands like it cosmetics and fenty beauty by rihanna plus new launches from pat mcgrath labs shop in store online or pick up today ulta beauty the possibilities are beautiful conditions apply School on! Stay on! Back to School is On. And Staples has great prices on everything you need for your best year yet. Save on headphones and laptops. Save on notebooks, pens, and all the essentials. Priced low and still in stock. And right now at Staples, 24-pack Crayola crayons and comp books are only 50 cents each. Plus, select notebooks are just 35 cents each. School on, save on at Staples, where school savings are always in session. Ends 916, in-store only, limit 30. Summer means road construction in Minnesota. If you're behind the wheel, work zone safety is part of your job, too. Slow down in work zones. Remember, slower speeds save lives. Put away distractions and keep your eyes focused on the road. Move over when you can to give crews more room to work. When we all work together, everyone gets home safely. This message brought to you by the Minnesota Department of Transportation, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. When should you start collecting your Social Security? How you answer this question will be the difference in the success or failure of your retirement. Tune in to Money Matters with Alan Mike this week. They'll be sharing Social Security tips from the basics of the program to strategies to maximize your payments. Alan Mike will help you sort out this important but often misunderstood part of your retirement income plan. Listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on the Biz 1440, or call them at 855 231 6010. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years now. Almost 70% of the 
more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. You know, when you learn guitar, that is one of those riffs that you have to learn almost immediately. Um, because it, it it practices so many different things. My wife um, picked up from a friend an auto harp uh, yesterday. Um, and, and I said, fine, we can, uh, we can jam together. She's like, oh, okay. We're, so you might be hearing some of that uh, pretty soon. Yeah, I think we just decided we need we need a we need a we need one of these new coffee companies to uh, advertise with us uh, because I like uh, I like what uh, uh, I, I like uh, I like Lynn's comment. Uh, the number of podcasters who are are advertising new coffee businesses is astounding because it ships everywhere. It ships easily. I I for years bought coffee from uh, a roaster up in the Nisswa area. And um, he sold the business to someone who, who um, I just not as attached to as as I was attached to uh, John and I think her name was Maureen. I'm not positive about that. I might have I might have them confused with another couple. But um, anyway, uh, I would love to uh, I would love to do that. So if you're if you're listening to me and you are a coffee roaster and you want to advertise on the King Banyan Show and I'll drink your coffee on air and talk about it. Uh, reach out to us uh, through through the station. We'd be tickled to have you uh, as a sponsor. Um, anyway, 651-289-4477, the number to call. Questions, comments, 651-289-4477. We're talking gas prices this hour, which makes me sound like I'm a morning drive guy on some AM news station in in Kearney, Nebraska or something. But um, Or is it Kearney? Don't know. Anyway, um, we are playing Daniel Yergin. And again, I will say this guy is the is like one of the top oil analysts out there. He's now probably in his seventies. Um, you know, if you see the if you see if you see video of him, he he looks like he's been around for a long time. I mean, this guy was studying OPEC back in the seventies. Uh, I know, I know, he's uh, so I he knows his stuff. He knows his way around it. Let's play one more cut of him. This is uh, cut 13. Yeah, I think that what you're, you know, you've had like 3.2 million barrels a day of OPEC plus cuts and another million that, you know, the, the Saudis have just extended, which is, is what sent the prices up. And that's really a response to weak economic conditions to federal, you know, Federal Reserve and other central banks. And of course, that the, you know, the China dream hasn't eventuated and, you know, you look at the latest data from China on exports, except from cars, uh, it's down again. So if you do the math, it comes out to be just about right. Um, uh, it comes out to be it comes out to be just about right. Uh, it is um, it is this it is. Three point two million barrels per day cut by OPEC and then the other million on top of that. If the price at the moment they made the cuts was at 72 to 73, when the Biden administration said, nah, we're not raising, right? And if you assume that the, all right, a 4.2 million barrel cut is approximately 5%. A 5% cut in oil production with an elasticity of demand in the short run of about 3 which is which is really a rough number. You can find people that will say it's two. You can find people that say it's four. Um, you, you know, that will translate. Take the three times the five. That's fifteen. If you add fifteen percent to seventy-two dollars a barrel, that will add on another ten, eleven dollars. That gets you to eighty-three. It does not get you to ninety. And that's where I think. Some of the some of the issue is, in fact, 
policy um, in terms of not knowing if the leases that are out there are actually going to be allowed to go forward. The administration, the Biden administration, continues to play games with leases. Okay, letting some forward, not letting others go forward, trying to play this balancing game between we can't have gas prices too high because they're gonna that's gonna cause us problems in the next election. But oh my gosh, if we let everyone produce oil, the environmentalists are gonna get mad at us, and we can't have that either. So they have a significant problem to deal with, and that uncertainty about whether it's gonna be the yin or the yang that's gonna be pulling on the administration any moment adds a few dollars to the price. But that, in fact, isn't all of it, right? That isn't all of it. Um, GasBuddy.com, which I, I have open right now because I have, I have myself looking at gas prices in, uh, in St. Cloud, um, is showing, as I mentioned, you've got places like a Costco, um, Selling at three thirty four, Sam's Club same at the same price at that three thirty four. You've got some stores at three forty nine and others at four oh nine. That is usually a function of a function of some shock that's happening that's that is that is being picked up by local producers more than others. In particular, when it's a concern, when I see that dispersion in price, if I drive by and I see three sixty in one place and four ten in another place, my th- my thought goes to there must be a production disruption. That's not demand. Demand typically will pull all the prices together at one time. World supply changes will pull all the prices together at one time. But when I see 50 cent differences that are encouraging you to drive around and figure out where's the cheap price of gas is typically because of production issue. And that in fact is what gas buddy called out on Thursday night. There was posts out there. I'm reading this from, uh, from a web, uh, reading this, excuse me, Thursday morning. I'm reading this from a, a tweet that gas buddy alerts put out. Uh, at 9.14 in the morning on September 7th, on Thursday, alert, gas prices will likely rise 25 to 75 cents a gallon in Oklahoma, Missouri, South Dakota, North Dakota, Nebraska, Minnesota, and Kansas over the next few days. Um, Some stations may go up closer to $1 a gallon as the wholesale price of gasoline is spiking in this area. Um, Patrick DeHaan is the uh, chief is the chief analyst for uh, for Gas Buddy. He was he was on uh, on CNBC on Friday morning and had had this to say. Let's play cut fourteen. It's going to be hard. We're already seeing some pretty hefty increases across those areas of the Corn Belt. Uh, some stations, many stations, will likely end up going back over the $4 gallon mark. And this is so many states. I think we counted eight states. Refinery outages is squeezed just ahead of the transition back to cheaper winter gasoline, which happens next week, Saturday. There's a lot here unloaded, uh, refinery mm-hmm. issues, the summer squeeze as we transition over to winter gasoline, and all of that culminating in a massive jump in the wholesale price of gasoline for those Corn Belt states. So if you're listening in the Corn Belt, you may wake up tomorrow and your gas station could be 40 to 70 cents a gallon more than when you go to bed tonight. Part of the issue is that this is the time of the year where, because of clean air rules, there's a switch in the blend of gasoline from summer to winter. Winter is a winter gas is a, is a is cheaper to produce, um, and is cheaper is can be cheaper to produce, and um, and but you have to empty out your old gas, and you can't sell the winter gas until I believe. I believe in some parts of of the upper Midwest and in the in the petroleum district that uh, that the energy department uh, designates. I think you can start in some parts of the country in like in the Dakotas next week. Minnesota typically doesn't switch over to a little bit later. But there but this was a piece that they had on Thursday from Gas Buddy uh, and, and DeHaan saying uh 
A refinery that goes down has contractual obligations to supply certain volumes of gasoline to stations. If an unexpected outage happens, the refinery that goes down suddenly may not have enough supply to meet its obligation and has to find another refinery to buy from. This can push up prices considerably as a refinery could be a very large buyer. Adding in that we're just a week away from the switch to cheaper winter gasoline, we have a very large but temporary squeeze in the market. So here's the point. 409 gas is going to hit certain places, not others. It's going to be fairly short run. But it's going to get everybody's attention. And I believe that these OPEC cuts are not going to bring the price back down very much and that you're probably you're probably looking at paying it might come off 10 to 20 cents and and everyone will sort of when it comes back below 3 but 339 no the prices that you're seeing at the Costco's and the Sam's Club and all that is because they have their own independent supply of uh, they have their own uh, distribution network that goes from refiner to to the whole to the to the transportation firm the trucker that brings the gas to those places as opposed to the speedways the holiday store those places that uh, I didn't ask Spencer what kind of store it was he went by but my guess is if it was 409 my guess is it was a speedway or a holiday or a, some kind of C store and uh, holiday okay thanks Thanks, Spencer. One more point about this. I realize I'm running a little long in this segment, but I want to make this particular point. Increasingly, I saw a graphic on CNBC that that interested me this week. I don't know if you saw it, too. The amount of gasoline being purchased by everybody has gone down. Our cars becoming more fuel efficient. And there's a bigger there bigger share of the of the car fleet that is fueled by by electricity rather than gasoline. But who owns all the EVs? It isn't the person, it isn't the the kid selling me coffee at the coffee fest. It isn't the person working, it isn't the person working at the Arcticat plant uh, on the edge of town. It isn't it isn't the the woman who's working at the grocery store or at at the Crossroads Mall here. No, no, no. Go through the parking lot at, at a university or go through the parking lot at, at your city hall or go through the parking lot at your at your law firm in your near area. That's where you'll find the EVs. And the EVs are not owned by, they're not typically owned by the new assistant professor. They're owned by the senior professor or the administrator or something like that. I don't drive one. I don't want one. I live in Minnesota. EVs make very little sense to me here. But they have value. And so the, the graphic they showed was versus 2019, the amount of gasoline being consumed by someone with $200,000 of income or less, family income or less, is down about 3%. But if you're above $225,000, it's down 15%. Now, it could be something different. It could be work from home. That could have a significant piece to it, too. But I'm willing to bet it's EVs have a, have a role to it as well. And the people who own EVs don't care. They view that high gas price as a, as, as a virtue, not a vice. So it'll be very interesting to see if that price stays above $4. I don't think it will on this particular round, but I think it will by the end of the year. And it'll stay for longer than a week. And I think that when that happens, you're going to see a very different behavior on on gasoline at that time. All right, I really got to run away to a break. We'll be back right after this here. Listen to the King Banyan Show on The Biz, 1440. Traveling in a fire.com. 
people are searching for the right 401k decisions within these crazy markets. Are you looking for a local community of investors with the right skills that could help build confidence? Make better financial decisions right here in the Twin Cities because you are the best steward of your own money. Call OTA today to learn more in our free introductory investing class, either in center or virtually at 952-814-4410, 952-814-4410, or go to learnwithota.com. There are no words to describe it. The isolation, the boredom, the loneliness. If you're wondering where your teenage son or daughter's spirit went, you're hardly alone. The past year has been devastating, especially for them. But here's the good news. They might just find it again, playing high school sports. Workouts that stimulate, teammates and coaches that care, the sense of belonging so many of us have been missing lately. That's what school sports are all about. The sense of achievement is real, and the camaraderie is hard to beat. Coping with uncertainty is difficult, but school sports can help the teenagers in your family start feeling like themselves again. Encourage them to give it a try. High school sports, it's so much more than a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. I'm Chris Hassel with Mike Golick Jr. We're heading to Tuscaloosa next week, the marquee non-con matchup of the season, the Old State Crossbar Classic, Bama, Texas, baby. Alabama looking to extend its 56-game win streak against non-conference opponents, going up against the Quinn Ewers-led Longhorns, looking for revenge after their 2022 loss. Join us this Saturday. Our coverage begins at 7. The Texas Longhorns travel to Tuscaloosa to take on Alabama. Tune in this Saturday night at 7 p.m. on The Biz 1440. 17 national championships, 37 conference titles. There is nothing like being a bison. Inside 10, what a move, cutting to the end zone, touchdown. Be part of the bison journey all season long right here on your home for bison football. The University of Maine Black Bears are in town to take on your NDSU Bison this Saturday. Join us for the pregame at 1.30, kickoff at 2.30 p.m. on the Biz 1440. Do you have a health concern making healing more difficult? Genovations Regen has lasting solutions with products that reduce healing time by up to 50%. Experience healing and restoration for acute and chronic wounds with Genovations Regen. Search Genovations Regen. From Zumbrota to Zambia and Detroit Lakes to some lake in Detroit. We're where you are. Stream Twin Cities Business Radio anytime, anywhere at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Uh, it's supposed to be midnight. Something evil's lurking in the dark. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. All hepped up on caffeine here. Uh, and indeed, uh, Don has his Kopi Luwak, one of your favorite blends. Okay. I'm going to tell you, you have to look it up because I'm not going to exactly describe the process by which Kopi Luwak is made. Okay, K-O-P-I, and then the second word is L-U-W-A-K. Just to say, it's one of the coffees I actually sampled in Indonesia, in Jakarta, back about 23 years ago. And it was fantastic. And I didn't know the process by which it was made. I had it here in the States and then found out the process. Um, it's really hard to find um, for reasons that when you look up the, the, the process, you will understand. Uh, but I'll just leave, I'll leave it at that because this is a family show. We can't talk about that stuff here. Okay. Spencer is frantically going through Google right now uh, trying to figure out what that is. Okay. Uh, I will... I. I'll give you the link at the break, Spencer. Don't worry. Uh, 651-289-4477. So this is part of my balancing act of trying to think through the recession, which we'll talk about more in the second hour. I'll go back to sort of my normal piece. I also need to talk about what's happening in Europe because I think that's a – I think Europe is a downdraft. I think China's a downdraft, and the United States has been – up to this point, basically bucking that trend. Um, 
uh, closer to home, Bank of Canada, yes, uh, uh, earlier this week, chose not to raise its interest rate. It has not had nearly the inflation issue that Europe has had, but they've stopped at the 5%. They're a little bit under the United States, but not by much. But they hit pause on theirs, on their piece. To me, the, the, the reduction in oil production that, that the Saudis have put on has far more to do with China than the United States. Okay. They anticipated uh, they anticipated China growing, getting a COVID bounce out of the out of the end of their uh, zero COVID restrictions at the end of 2022, about a, about 10 months ago now. Right. So they expected big drop for three, four months and then a big bounce back. And that bounce back has simply not happened. China is experiencing issue after issue after issue with its economy. And we've talked about that before, and we're not going to get back into that today. Um, but I, th- I think the rich, I think that is the source. Uh, you know, China, re- or excuse me, Saudi Arabia realizes we got the forecast wrong on China. We had, we had set our production levels based on selling a certain amount to China not only are the Saudis not selling that much, not only are the Chinese not buying that much, they have tried to whatever extent possible to bring oil out of Russia because Russia's willing to sell it at a very low price because they need revenue so badly. I mean, heck, Russia has now decided that it needs to actually court North Korea. Can you imagine? To me, it strikes me as being relatively humiliating. Russia is courting North Korea to get munitions to continue its war effort against Ukraine. It's remarkable. It goes almost without notice, I think, in the United States. It's like, that's a big deal. It means they can't get what they want. Um, they can't get what they want. But I, I, I believe the United States cannot continue, will not continue to be the engine that pulls the rest of the world economy along that the rest of the world economy is eventually going to pull us back. That's why I still haven't given up on a recession forecast. I'm probably off by a quarter. I might even be off by two quarters. But that doesn't mean I say, okay, everything's great. Let's let's keep going. No, I don't think you can do that at all. I think you have to sort of say, well, I got the timing wrong. I was directionally right, but I got the timing of when we actually fall into recession a little bit off. And yeah, okay, you can call me wrong, and that's fine. I'll live with that. Uh, but as we'll hear in the next hour, not wrong by all that much. King Banyan Show, The Biz, 1440. We're here with another satisfied JTR roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that they were offering as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. I always thought that tires would be more expensive at a dealership, but Invergrove Hyundai proved me wrong. Hi, it's Mike from Rosemont. I knew I needed a new set of tires before winter. My go-to is usually my warehouse club because, hey, they're a warehouse club, right? They have to have the best deal. I bought two cars at Invergrove Hyundai, and they're great to work with, so I thought I'd just see what they had to offer. I told Tyler what I usually spend and asked if he had a good set of tires in that price range. He gave me a great quote, and it was a few bucks under my limit on a set of four tires. Plus, he got me in and out in an hour. If you need tires, skip the specialty shop and the warehouse clubs and give Invergrove Hyundai a call. Let them know what you need, and they'll take care of you like they did for me. 
Invergrove Hyundai service technicians are ready for you no matter what kind of vehicle you drive. Open 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays. Call them today or schedule your appointment at InvergroveHyundai.com. That's InvergroveHyundai.com. Former CI officer and survival expert Jason Hansen here. I teach people how to prepare for the unexpected. Right now, most Americans are not ready for the death of the U.S. dollar. You have money sitting in cash, and if you don't act soon, your financial future could be at risk. I have partnered with Advantage Gold, the number one rated precious metals company in America, to release my new digital dollar survival kit that's 100% free for everyone who calls today and claims your free survival kit. Simply call 800-900-8000 and give your email address, and I will have this new digital dollar survival kit sent to you immediately. Call 1-800-900-8000 now and claim your free kit. And also mention my name, Jason Hansen, and see how you could also qualify for $1,000 in free silver. Supplies are limited, so call right now before it's too late. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Check with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.